my name is Alexander Krauss, Alex for short, A for two short, and welcome to Big Tall Boys. Think once, think twice, think Big Tall Boys. It's Christmas, month of, the month of Christmas, it's December, it's jolly, it's good. Right now it's raining outside, you can maybe hear that in the background, and I thought, what's, a, what's, like, this, this is the time to record a Christmas episode. I think... You know, in one part, I think rain kind of signifies change, you know, it's when the plants grow, it's when things all come together, um, kind of mirrors the death and rebirth of um, our savior, Jesus Christ, um, in like the idea of rejuvenation. And also, um, it's the only time I could record. So it, I think it lines up pretty well that it's, it's like completely bucketing down rain because it shows what Christmas is all about. And yeah, I have no other option. So it's Christmas, it's good fun, it's good times, and I'm sure everybody out there is getting really excited. A lot of big Christmas events are happening this year, obviously. Santa Claus is working on toys. The elves are, well, they're also working on toys. Um, Hasbro's working on toys. There's a lot of, there's a lot of toy being made. There's a lot of toys being made. It's a very exciting time for toy enthusiasts and manufacturers, and it's a good time to be thinking about like family and uh, feasts and togetherness and loved ones and uh, well, um, I guess it's like the start of December, so it's like a, it's probably a good time if you haven't yet to be thinking about what you're going to purchase those that you love. You know, um, what what item do I think best would go? You know, what thing do I think they would enjoy? Would the would they get a lot out of it? Would they? Yeah, and it can be hard because it's like I don't really know what the people would want. I don't really know what they would need. And sometimes you kind of have to drop hints below things, you know, like you're having a conversation out at a pub, you're there with somebody and it's like, yeah, I saw that too. That's crazy. That's crazy. Have you heard of, uh, you know, this new uh, color changing Barbie, you know, and you kind of like you drop it in there so that they can figure out what to buy for you. But I, I'm like, I'm not a big fan of that. I feel like a lot of our time in conversations used to manipulate. There's a lot of times where we're thinking about how can I persuade this person to give me more platform? Cause I want to talk a little bit more at the, at the bar. You know, I want to sing karaoke a little bit louder. I want to be in control of the conversation at a dinner rounding and it could be a little bit toxic. So I, I think this is my full belief that it's probably better if we just give people the things that they want and we don't really consider the, like we, 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 when we see something, we go, Hey, maybe that's the thing that they want. We don't try to manipulate other people to purchase certain things for us, you know, cause it can be, it can be that it can be that. And I know I've like, I've met people like this that are, you know, they drop some little hints of like, Oh, this Crayola set or this, um, you know, the Star Wars figure or what have you. And it can be, it can be a bit much. So I thought, I thought I'd just mention that just at the top and just say, you know, as I normally do, I talk about various topics on the show, so there's no re- weird reason why I'd mention that. I just wanted to say, like, yeah, I don't like those people. And then I'd to continue to go on, I should say, what we're going to be doing this episode, right? We're going to be doing something fun and cool. We're going to be pitching a new Home Alone film. I Now, I know there is a new Home Alone film. It's just come out. I haven't seen it yet, or maybe it's about to come out. Also, good reason for me not to see it yet. It isn't out yet. Uh, it stars that kid from, uh, Jojo Rabbit, the Nazi boy. And, ooh, ooh, is this boy gonna get, then get, is he gonna get George Costanded? Costanzed? Maybe he's gonna be like Jason Alexander and he's just gonna always be known as the Nazi boy. What a terrible thing to have to deal with as a young child. But yeah, it stars this kid and I just feel like it, you know, it's going back to the roots of the movies, but it would be a nicer idea for me to reinvent what a Home Alone film could be. Um, 
I've previously gone really mad at Home Alone as a series. I feel like the same way as Home Alone, the same way as uh, Die Hard, they didn't escalate the series in the correct fashion, right? Die Hard was a film series that should have become more isolated as it went on. It should have gone from uh office building and then you know, to a boat, to an airplane cabin. Like, it should have gotten smaller, but instead they opened it to, like, airports and, uh, you know, like, world-trotting adventures. It didn't match the... The isolation is kind of the point of those films with John McClane. And similarly for Home Alone, it should be becoming more isolated. You should start in a normal house, then it should be, like, a holiday home, and then a haunted mansion, maybe, for a Halloween one, and then, uh, you know, sp- uh, space cabin as they're venturing out to recolonize the planet. But I know the films didn't go that way. So here's my pitch. I'm today I'm going to be pitching a new take on Home Alone. Kevin Kevin McAllister, he is so here's the idea. Kevin McAllister is now an adult. He works in a toy store, but his ideas aren't getting heard. He has all these contraption ideas, like the ones he used back in the day to cause violence on these thieves. And he's wanting to be he's wanting to be like the next big Hasbro hotshot, but nobody's listening to him. Um, he has a contentious relationship with his girlfriend, and you know things aren't exactly working out for him. He's a bit of a pushover. And what he's going to learn is that, in kind of a similar way to Paul Blart, he's going to learn to discover himself uh, through a, a theft that is happening at his store why he's there all alone. So it's borrowing some things from the classic and bringing it into the modern, and I think it'd just be really, really fun. So without further ado, here is my take on Home Alone. So we open. We open on Kevin McAllister. He's an older gentleman. He's working in this he's working in this toy store and he's selling a um Hasbro Star Wars collection, the child animatronic edition figurine to an individual. And he's like, hey, look, kid, um, it's, this thing is crazy. It may look like Baby Yoda, but the lovable creature is actually called the child. And now you can become his protector with this animatronic toy from Star Wars. Uh, you can touch the top of the child animatronic edition's head and activate over 25 sound emotion combinations, including happy and excited sounds, giggles, babbles, and more. All while the figure's head moves up and down, ears move back and forth, and eyes open and Close. Boys and girls ages four and up can pretend to harness the power of the force as the child toy closes its eyes, raises its hand, and sighs as if exerting a great amount of energy. So yeah, Kevin McAllister's like promoting this toy to somebody in the store, I don't know who. And yeah, he's saying all these things, he's like, series-inspired sounds, it's an animated toy, voice activation, it can force snap, it started after the Disney Plus series, and what's was amazing about it is that it requires three, uh, no, two AAA batteries, but... The batteries are actually included. So, yeah, he's selling it to this kid and he's like, look, if you're age four and up or you're interested in nerdy things or you, I don't know, host a podcast, you'd maybe be interested in an item like this. And the kid's like, wow, mister, that's amazing. And they take it and they run to their mom and then they purchase it. And they're very happy and content with the product. And Kevin McCullough's like, wow, that's crazy. You know, what what a fulfilling role I've done in my life. Kevin's boss comes up to him and he says, you're going to have to stay late today. Completely devastating him. Uh, so this is Christmas Eve. Staying late obviously means they're going to be doing some work for Boxing Day and they're not going to be putting things together for, you know, for Christmas. Like he's not going to be there for- till Christmas, but you don't have to work extra time on Christmas Eve. What a, what a nightmare situation. But, uh, you know, Kevin, Kevin is a pushover. So he accepts it. He doesn't really know what to say. And he asks, why do we need to be here specifically? And his boss shows him and he says, look, we have this new Paw Patrol Dino Patroller. Um, you can jump into action with Paw Patrol, saving the day and more adventure than ever with the Dino Patroller. The first ever motorized Paw Patrol team vehicle. It features room for all six pups. 
It has oversized wheels, a projectile launcher, and an exclusive chase and T-Rex dinosaur action figure. The Dino Patroller is ready to roll. And his boss says this, and he's like, this is an exclusive item. We need to get the store prepped for it, but we can't put them out on the display. We can't. We can't put them out on the display shelves until Boxing Day because then it would be breaking our contract with them. And a lot of these have actually been stolen from other stores. There's been, um, there's been, there's a notice out that a lot of stores have lost stock. We're like the only store left in this area that still has them. And they've been hiked up for resale to an absurdly high rate. They're selling for like thousands of dollars each. So we need to make sure that these aren't on the store shelves until everybody's cleared out. So I need somebody to stay back to stock them. And Kevin obviously doesn't want to do it. And he says, look, I know that the Paw Patrol Dino Patroller has motorized Paw Patrol. You know, it's like it's the first ever motorized team vehicle, obviously. And has a push, at a push of a button, you can watch it go. I understand that it's an amazing uh, product that anybody would enjoy, regardless of age or regardless of whether you think the person's in Paw Patrol. Maybe they are secretly and they just never discuss it. And yeah, he's looking at it and he goes, look, it includes one Dino Patroller, one chase figure, one dinosaur figure, two projectiles and one instruction guide. I... How am I going to set these all up overnight? Like, I don't have the time and the energy. And the boss is like, well, you have to get it done. Boss leaves. Kevin is left distraught. They're having to stay late. They don't want to have to, but they just don't know how to stand up to their boss. So they go, fine, I'll come back in a few hours and set these up. Kevin goes home. Okay, he gets into his Model S. <laughs> he gets into his Model S Tesla with a 17-inch cinematic display. Uh, he focuses, you know, you can focus on driving, but it also, it's good for the, it has a perfect environment, cabin pressure, what, what have you. Cabin pressure, is that to do with the plane? I don't know. Uh, it has a redesigned second row. So it's sitting for three adults with extra leg room, headroom, and a storable armrest with integrated storage and wireless charging. And he's like, yeah, I'm in this car and I'm just, I just don't know why I'm, I just don't know why I'm such a pushover. It can't, like, it's not the car's fault, because this car is keeping me connected with wireless and US, uh, USB-C charging for every passenger. And, um, it can't be the audio as well, because it's 22 speaker, 160 watt audio system with active road noise reduction offers the best listening experience wherever you are. <laughs> so Kevin's like happy with that. He's happy in that situation, but he's a little bit, he's a little bit downtrodden about the work situation. He pulls his Model S into the car, into the carport, um, not hitting the peak power of 1,020 HP peak power, uh, or not going the top speed of 322 kilometers per hour. And yeah, he pulls into his home. He goes inside, and as he enters, he finds his girlfriend. Well, he finds his girlfriend pleasuring herself. Uh, she's using the Satisfyer Three uh, Pro Three vibration. Um, and yeah, he's startled. He's like, whoa, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm, you know, I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm pleasuring myself. And he's upset because the two of them haven't had sexual relations in quite some time. And, uh, yeah, she explains that it isn't just because he's a pushover. It's also because the Satisfy 3, uh, Pro 3 vibration is like an elegant panther on the hunt for the next climax. You know, it is graceful. It's powerful. This mysterious pleasure giver in silky matte black glides through the night for you. It's objective. Your love bead. Uh, once it's targeted as prey, there is no escape because it's insatiable. Uh, thanks to 11 classic satisfied pressure wave intensities and additional vibration function, it waits patiently until the perfect moment arrives. Then it grabs you passionately, caresses your hot spot, and overwhelms you with unforgettable orgasms. Climax is unavoidable. It purrs contently like a gentle kitten as you press against it in ecstasy, forgetting the world around you. And yeah, so Kevin's girlfriend is saying all this. She's maybe like Anna Kendrick maybe is playing her. She's She's upset with Kevin, obviously, because of this relationship. But he's upset because... 
it, like he would love to be there for her. So there's like this distance that's coming between them. And she goes, no, it isn't just like, it isn't just that. It's that you're, you know, you've been a pushover lately. You're not like sticking up to anybody. It isn't that the Satisfier Pro 3 vibration is an affordable, I don't know, $80. And, you know, like it has 11 intensity, intensity settings, uh, total of 110 combination options for you to discover. It has nothing to do with that. Um, it has nothing to do with it being optimized to insatiate my love bead. It is just, <laughs> it is just that like we're having, we're having problems. I don't know. I feel like I'm stuck in this scene. We're having problems and yeah. And so Kevin's like, whatever, I need to go back to work. And she's like, what? Anna Kendrick's like, what? You have to go back to work, but we have, you know, we have Christmas Eve plans. And Kevin goes, no, I can wait later to meet my brother and, you know, play by the other Culkin. What's his name? I can't remember his name, but he was in Scott Pilgrim vs. The World and on SNL recently, I think. And yeah, so Kevin McAllister's like, no, I have to go back to work. And he leaves and his girlfriend's a little bit distraught, but she's still, you know, pleasured, obviously, because there's, there's an intense 11 exciting steps that she's about to experience, uh, with the silicon head that pleasures her love beat. And so he goes back to work. Kevin gets in his Model S. He goes back to the toy store and he gets into work and he's putting out these Paw Patrol figures, action figures, um, yeah, that are like interesting and cool. And while he's putting those out, he notices on the security television, he looks over at the LG UP80 86 inch 4K Ultra HD Smart TV 2021 model. And he's like, wow, it's, um, you know, whether it's cinema, sports or games, UP80 displays realistic images with vivid color, fine detail and up to four times the pixels of full HD. Uh, I could take my entertainment to the next level. And he's looking at that and he notices that despite the LG UPAD 86 inch 4K Ultra HD smart TV, um, displaying security camera footage. It's still able to, um, not just be big, but epic. Yeah. He, he could even get cozy with this big screen 4K UHD TV and discover just how good entertainment can be. And he's looking at the security footage and he notices that there's some criminals there. Yeah. And they're showing up. They're sleek and responsive. Um, he feels like the TV's elevating his space. It's a transformative TV experience. And while he's looking at these criminals, He's like, oh my God, wait, these must be the criminals that are coming after this Paw Patrol thing. I've got to hide. They're going to come in here right now. They think nobody's inside because the center is empty. I'm going to have to protect this, but like Paul Blart Mall Cop. So Kevin McAllister's like freaking out. He notices on the TV that these criminals on the crisp, easy to look at TV, um, it, with original colors, uh, you could unlock the brightness, color, and detail in high dynamic range movies and games. Uh, cinema HDR helps reveal the enhanced picture quality of Dolby Vision and other HDR 10 content so that images look as close as possible to how they were mastered. And looking as close as possible, he notices that one of these criminals is holding a Beretta APX pistol, right? And he's freaking out. A Beretta HPX pistol, the ease of use was the key driver in the development of the APX. A, a, a slide cache lever is located on both sides of the frame. I'm in trouble here. Even though, even though the APX pistol still has a frame safety and magazine safety and a loaded chamber indicator uh, available on request. This is still a weapon that's being brought in by a criminal, right? So, like, this thing may be, you know, traditionally used by military and law enforcement sector. The Beretta APX utilizes a removable uh, serialized chassis frame and can be easily modified with a replaceable grip frame housing and is simple to dismemble, dis- disassemble and maintain. And he notices this lightweight pistol, right? And he's freaking out. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And he gets, um, obviously the criminals come in and there's like some confrontation. Maybe Kevin sets up some of the, um, some of the, maybe the Yoda doll does something there. There's some like confrontation. Kevin is trying to protect himself, but the criminals, 
um, the criminals get locked out. Kevin locks down the facility and they can't break their way into the toy world or toy store or what have you. They can't make it in. He's safe. But what happens is Anna Kendrick shows up. She's upset about how things ended with Kevin and she's wanting to show up and like amend things. Hey, I feel like we didn't end up in a good spot. And she gets entangled with these, with these, with these people with the APX, um, Berettas. So they take her knowing that she's in relations with Kevin and they use her as leverage. So they put her down on a Palo armchair, an Ikea Palo armchair. It's a bench shape and is lightly resilient when you're seated and provides comfortable back and neck support. A lightweight and airy armchair with a clean design that fits everywhere and <laughs> helps you create comfortable seating throughout the home. So she gets placed down on this thing that's like, um, I don't know, $80. And uh, it'd be difficult to wrap, I guess, if you're giving it to somebody, but you could also like surprise them in their home if you were to, um, you could probably talk to their roommate and set up a thing where they walk in and then discover the chairs. And yeah, so Anna Kendrick is tied to the chairs and Kevin McCullough is like, oh my God, like I'm going to have to give up these thousands of dollars of product to save Anna Kendrick, my girlfriend, and I don't know what to do. Kevin McAllister, being the cheeky little bastard he is, sets up a plan. Yeah. He grabs a, uh, so he goes out there. I'll, I'll reveal it as the action. I won't say his plan. I'll reveal it as the action unfolds. He goes out there in to face these criminals. Anna Kendrick's like, no, what are you doing? You can't give up the Paw Patrol thing. This one means so much to you in your work and your life. You fucking pushover. And Kevin McAllister's is like, I'm not a pushover anymore. And he gives a wink. And then the beams Panther 25 LED moving head spot um, lights up. It, uh, moving head it has an effect with an impressive and bright output. It's powered by a single 12 watt Cree LED that produces a sharp 12 beam to cut across your dance floor. This isn't a dance floor, but it also, like, it's good as a distraction. All of them get distracted by the selectable 5, 9, 11 DMX channels and, uh, and the great range of colors and the fixed gobo wheel with seven unique patterns, uh, uh, plus open gobo shake effect. So all of them are distracted by this lighting effect. And that's when Kevin spills out the Crayola colors of the world crowns 24 pack. Um, you know, 24 specially formulated colors, then roll across the ground. Uh, the crown box includes, tw- yeah, again, 24 different colors for the classroom or your craft room, or it's a greater variety of colors. If you're wanting to like create, uh, specifically used for like skin tone. So it includes almond, golden, rose, uh, deepest almond, medium, golden, and light rose. They're non-toxic and suitable for ages three plus. So them being non-toxic means that nobody's really going to hurt in this situation. All the criminals trip down. Ken McAllister uses this time to save Anna Kendrick, right? Save everything. He grabs her and then one of the criminals gets them cornered. One of them doesn't trip and he pins their, you know, he's like Kevin's in a corner and he can't escape. What he does is he grabs a Yaxel Ran Plus five piece knife set. It's grabbed in the heart of uh, Seki, the Japanese cattle for sword making for over 700 years. Uh, and yeah, he grabs one of these things and he, like he, he grabs it. He doesn't touch the 23 centimeter bread knife or the, um, you know, or the 20 centimeter chef's knife. He grabs out the 16.5 centimeter, uh, Sentoku knife with ground hollow and he holds that up and it's, you know, the, the fluorescent lights are hitting it magically. It's a VG10 stainless steel. It's clad with 20, 34 layers of soft and hard high cover stainless steel on each side, producing the unique 69 layer Damascus pattern on the blades. And so Kevin brings this up to the criminal and he stabs him. He's, he's full on stabs him in the gut and the criminal starts bleeding out all over the blades. Uh, and you know, no kitchen should be without these. So. Yeah, because like they're good for protecting yourself and also for like cooking things. So that's nice. Um, and Kevin makes note of like, wow, this thing really does dice and dice really well. And if somebody was need in need of knives, this would be like a good set to purchase for them. 
Um, and he recalls, he's like, hang on a second. I know that knives can be difficult to know whether they're good or bad. You'd probably need to hear some reviews to know if they're good or not. And Kevin then notices over there on some of like the placards, it reads a five-star review that says, I hesitated spending so much money on a set of knives for 12 months. Why I waited, I have no idea. <laughs> anyone looking for a super sharp, well-balanced knife need look no further. Would recommend these to anyone. I bought the Icon Black Knife Block with them and they fit perfectly. So if you're also interested in getting the Icon Black Knife Block, um, that'd also be good, Yeah, is what Kevin's thinking. And yeah, so Kevin dices up all these people. They're all dead on the floor, bleeding out. And Anna Kendrick's like, wow, you really stood up for yourself. Um, and he goes, yeah, here's the next thing I'm going to stand up for, your sex life. So the two of them, they head on home, and Kevin embraces Anna Kendrick in a fashion that he's never done so before. Uh, using not just the vibrator, um, with its, uh, magic touch and, uh, coalescence, uh, you know, like its focus on the love beat. He instead's inviting the third occupant into their lovemaking, the Willa 2.0 real doll. Uh, so all of the dolls are made with a face X feature and he's all funny can be combined with any other faces. Look, what's good about these is that you can buy, you can like, if you think somebody maybe secretly already has one, you could just customize and buy a separate one that might be different. And like, that would also be really, really cool because there's a lot of compatibility. There's interchangeability. There's customization. Like you can, you can, there's jaw assembly. There's eye options. Um, you can customize the nipples, uh, various skin tile. We offer, there's five, there's five standard natural skin tones. Um, they're all able to create custom skin tones as well. So if you were like, we can get crazy with it or whatever. I know that um, maybe some people are really into Avatars the Navi. Maybe if there was like a big blue one, that'd be fucking cool. Um, yeah. So they're like, they're with this thing. They're, you know, they're using the uh, ribbed insert. So yeah. So like it's fully, it's fully like operational as well. So the inside dimension is seven inches. Um, but it, by two inches and it stretches up to 12 inches. So it's good for, it's good for anybody at all. Maybe if somebody has, um, you know, a situation that calls for increased depth, uh, anyone that could be, um, yeah. So like, that's neat. And so Anna Kendrick and Kevin, Kevin McAllister, they get together and they're all, you know, they're very happy and they embrace this, this real doll. And yeah. And they finally get to feel like he feels like he's a man for the first time. And yeah, so that's my plot for Home Alone. <laughs> that's my rambly plot for Home Alone. You, so. <laughs> that's my rambly plot for Home Alone. It's like, it'd be like a fun little romp thing. Yeah. It brings in ideas of, uh, Paul Blart. It has like some. I don't know, maybe like some Night of the Museum vibes. Maybe we have some of the toys come to life. Maybe we have like a, like I'm open to ideas. If you're like, hey, the Lego Super Mario character packs, um, the series two ones, which have like, um, what, hucker crabs, spinny cheap cheeps, ninjas, foos, parachute goombas, parabeetles, poison mushrooms, swimps, fly guys, and bone goombas. Um, if you're like, maybe some of those come to life in a little, uh, you know, Ghostbusters, the new one fashion where they're like all the little things are coming to life and they get into blenders and whatnot. Maybe you can incorporate that. I'm open to ideas. I'm open to you saying, Hey, maybe we bring in those Barbie color reveal dolls and, um, you know, the ones that you can like change up the color and accessorize in a variety of ways. And it costs like $15 US, but it's probably like 20 bucks here. And there's a new line that came out that they're based on food products as well as uh, animals. And yeah, like I'm open to ideas. So you can bring in all this stuff and I'm just, I'm wanting to, I'm wanting to ground this series back. And what it's supposed to be. I feel like 
Home Alone went a little bit off the rails. It was like the biggest film, uh, Christmas film franchise that existed. And then they were unsure how to capitalize on it. And I think it'd be interesting to get all these ideas in there to get all these, um, yeah, I'm here for the ideas. So yeah. And yeah, so it's the start of December. So if you're wanting to like purchase things for somebody, now would be the time to probably like start looking at stuff. I know that, uh, it can be pretty hard to get like a Model S in because of like import. Thing, like a lot of them like US models and what, like it's really difficult to get those in so if you wanted to like buy that it might be a, like a big probably need to buy it early I know that postage and shipping can be pretty hard on some of these products um, and especially like good thing to know is apparently that the Willow 2 so some of these real dolls um, they need to be like hung up instead if you lay them down it's like the breast implants shift or something so you probably like before don't box it you probably want to like keep it hanging in your wardrobe and then box it up and gift it on the day just for the individual who you'd be uh giving it to uh so yeah now's the time for you to be <laughs> the time <laughs> this is the fucking <laughs> oh god i'm so worried to break premise, to break the thing, I've so I've I've googled I've googled a list of things that should I shouldn't be googling, to kids toys and then guns and then real dolls. I shouldn't be doing this. My search terms are fucked. My <laughs> I'm sorry. My tabs are insane. My tab. Why would I do this? <laughs> Look, it's Christmas time. It's look. I, I'll be honest. I was trying to incept the idea that there were certain items that maybe I'd appreciate to be given for Christmas, and maybe I went a little bit too far with it. Maybe I was like, I was having fun. It was a good old time. Maybe I went a little bit too far with it. I think. Um, I think. I think we should remember that Christmas isn't just about the gifts, right? Let's be serious for a second. Christmas isn't just about the gifts. It isn't about all these products that we give each other. It's also about um, giving, not not products, like giving love and support and, um, yeah, like liking and favoriting and subscribing to podcasts, for instance, or leaving a review on iTunes, a five-star review. The review could say, hey, this podcast is really interesting. I had a good time. I learned a lot about real dolls. Um, it seems like the host could really do with some body in their life. And yeah, like that could maybe be the review and you could leave it as five stars and say, I would, I wish I could give less, but I feel like if I do, the host might, uh, kill themselves. Uh, <laughs> that's something to joke about. Um, yeah. So maybe give five stars just to keep me satiated. And if you did want to give me anything, uh, be as a lark or whatever, you could always mail that to me or give it to me in person or whatnot. If you just send anything labeled Alex to the local police department, uh, a lot of times they'll be like, oh, that Alex. So they'll know, they'll, they'll see, they'll see the box that has the Paw Patrol Dino Patroller in it and they'll see Alex written on it and they'll be like, oh, fuck, this is for that Alex kid. Like, they'll know it's for me. So that's actually a good way to get me gifts. I'm just, I'm, I hope this episode came out good because it felt very rambly and I feel like the premise, it was hard to read, it was hard to read descriptions and keep on track. So we'll see, we'll see. I'm going to release a bunch of different Christmas episodes for this month. Um, 
Yeah, it's really exciting. I'm really excited to be making all this stuff for Christmas. I, I love Christmas time. So yeah, in all honesty, it feels very heartfelt. This week, you're going to share this with your um, Santa. If you give this to Santa, maybe say, hey, I know that you've been working all year making presents, but I feel like maybe there's some extra presents that need to be constructed for a certain individual podcast host. Now would be the time to construct them just in time for Christmas. Yeah, share this with Santa Claus. Is there anything else I need to mention? I don't know. Is there any like admin shit I need to talk about? What do we need to do? I said reviewing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Share this. Like, bear with us. Go. I don't know. Love each other, I guess. I guess like that's probably a good, yeah. Probably like this Christmas time, probably it's a good time to recognize the bonds you have with other people and why we're all together and here on this crazy blue marble. So yeah, maybe love yourself and love each other. That'd be my message. And yeah, so I'm going to head on off. The animatronic, the child doll is $79, Jeremy Hadley. So I'm just going to, yeah, I'm going to go. And yeah, <laughs> play the song. Um, hi, can I get a big tall boy? <laughs>